and welcome to the I Love Tooting podcast, a podcast about the tooting community, for the tooting community, and I'm your host, local tooting resident, Joe Pearson. Lockdown highlighted how little I knew about the area I had lived in for over five years, that I used tooting as a base to uncover London. However, I was missing what was right on my doorstep, an understanding of what makes tooting great. So I set myself the challenge to step away from my comfort zone and actively meet up with the people running local community groups and charities, finding out what they do and what drives them. Hopefully by raising awareness of these fantastic initiatives, you, a podcast listener, will perhaps find a community or communities of your own to join. I have some inspiring guests on this season and I hope you enjoy the shows. For more information, please check out the website, ilovetooting.co.uk, Twitter, Facebook and Instagram. Hello and welcome to the I Love Tooting community podcast. Today's podcast is a little bit different. I'm Jo and I'm usually your host, but today I want to tell you a little bit about why this podcast came about and a little bit more about me. And so I have roped in my friend Katie, fellow tooting resident, to be, in this case, the interviewer. Okay, Josie. How long have you lived in Tooting? So we thought that I would actually know the answer to this question, but it did require actually texting my partner. And I've lived in Tooting now for eight years. And what do you think is the best thing about Tooting? I think the best thing about Tooting and the thing that's kept me sane has been the common over the course of the pandemic. Um, I seem to spend an awful lot of my time there, either running around it, going to the playground, going to the cafe... And tomorrow morning, it'll be going to the junior park run. Nice. I guess the, the question on everyone's lips, Beckle Broadway. Uh, so I've asked all my guests this, and I've thought about it. And every time anybody's said Beck, I've gone like, why? So I'm most definitely a Broadway girl. It's closer to the shops and restaurants. It's closer to where I live. And also, I think it has the added benefit of being closer to the train station which I think is often forgotten that Tooting has a train station. And so then another very important question. What is your favourite local independent shop or restaurant? This one was a very easy one, although I can't remember the name of the restaurant. But in Tooting Market, opposite the secret bar, is a little Portuguese restaurant and it does pastel donatas, which are very cheap and very delicious. And I'm just going to ask you the same question. So mine is an easy one. I don't need to think about it. It is the little taparia, hands down, fabulous food, great cocktails, brilliant staff, always welcome, um, good place to go with friends. Equally, you can take your parents there and they can also get drunk on cocktails, is what happens when I took mine. <laughs> <laughs> so, how did the idea for this podcast come about? It was a combination of factors that led to this um, podcast. I was kind of not finding fulfilment in my job role and I was working with a life coach and she was very much about just exploring other options and one of those options that I looked to explore was I took on a podcast course and you needed a working example to kind of teach yourself how to do a podcast and I came up with the idea of the tooting community podcast kind of during lockdown and it's kind of when I realised that I didn't know enough about tooting. Well, when working in the centre of London, you kind of get on the tube, you go into London, you have your social life in central London, you come out to Broadway, you nip into Sainsbury's and then you come home. And so I've always been interested, but probably never put in the time or effort to find out more about what was going on. 
and the circumstances really just came together to be able to do that and I must say I haven't looked back from the very first email I sent everybody's been so great with their time proposing people to be guests helping me with introductions and the guests I've had have been absolutely wonderful and inspiring. What have you learned from um, doing this podcast? I think a lot of things. I think sometimes when, especially when you go on the news and it's all negative news, it's very hard to see the positive differences that anybody's making. And each of these people has inspired a community of people to really make a change, whether it be in sustainability in supporting refugees and asylum seekers, um, helping people who don't have enough food, or really just supporting the arts. And their passion kind of comes through that they do make an effect and a positive change for people's lives. And I think that's been really inspiring. And I guess what's been the most challenging aspect of doing the podcast? A lot of the challenges have come from kind of upskilling myself. So having never edited before, never been an interviewer before, it's kind of been like a kind of fun journey to come on that way. Also, I listen to quite a few podcasts, so I'm used to seeing podcasts which have high production values and being really polished and kind of stepping back and saying, this is the first time I've done this. I need to give myself a break. It's not going to be perfect. It's going to have ums and ahs. But I think the content that we've got and the way that our interviewers, the way that the interview has been absolutely phenomenal and enable them to tell their stories. And hopefully by telling their stories, a listener will hear them and go like, I really want to help that community. I want to go and support the Tooting Food Kitchen. Oh, I'll go to Sprout Arts and go and look at the next exhibition. And I guess the obvious next question is, what reaction to the podcast would you um, like to see? That's an interesting one because I haven't really, it's really hard to kind of define success. Because as I've said, if somebody um, listens to the podcast and goes and visits Sprout Arts, that's for me is a success which I can't measure. So it's not actually about number of listeners. It's hopefully about people just dipping in, listening to one or more of the interviews and either coming away feeling positive because they've heard somebody truly inspirational talk about their passion or just making a small change in their lives. Um, Some of the interviews that I did with Transition Tooting and their interest in sustainability and just making small changes means as much as you can go to one of their days where you can just get something repaired for free and really anything that will help a small change which will impact the local community which of course has a global impact Mm. so what small changes are you making ah so i interviewed um, sprout arts and as you well know i needed to join sprout arts afterwards (laughs) (laughs) thankfully you could print out the form for me Um, i will hopefully be going and doing a little bit of volunteering at the tooting community kitchen and yeah there was so much going on i got quite excited and I really wanted to kind of do everything, but recognising time as a limited factor. Um, those are a couple of kind of active changes that I'll definitely make. Excellent. I will come down to the Tooting Community Kitchen. I guess then, what's been the most memorable moments of the podcast? I think it's been those moments of realisation when you don't know what you're doing. Like now. Like now. I've been great. And actually, I, I kind of felt that I hadn't, I hadn't learned or I hadn't stretched myself in ages to try something new. And so that's what I've kind of I've really enjoyed. It's interesting that the interviews, I interview people for about 30 minutes to 45 minutes. It generally makes a 15 to 20 minute podcast. And that's the smallest part of it. 
and then there's the editing and then I've created a website and then I've never been really that active on social media but I need to set up social media accounts it's all the surround sound things which have kind of been a challenge and memorable to get involved in I did do my first interview and managed not to record it on the digital recorder that was quite memorable well done well done I used (laughs) (laughs) I had to use my mobile Um, the second one was even better I took my digital recorder and didn't put the SD card in it. <laughs> so once again, I had to do it on my mobile phone. So having gone out and purchased a digital recorder for this purpose, I was like reliant on the mobile phone. But yes, it's all a learning curve. And what was your job previously, Joe? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I do have a job in project management and marketing. <laughs> but it's when I realised that before I've always worked in a team. Yeah. And I've always had, I've always been like doing one thing, but to be kind of when you're the interviewer, so you're the talent, mm. you're looking after the talent, which is your amazing guest. And then you're also trying to be the producer. That's when things get missed. <laughs> <laughs> and my editing is getting better because this will be the seventh edit mm. that I've done. <laughs> and what would you like the future to be of this series? I would like it to, the measure of success, I guess, if, if there's a second series, if guests come to me and they, like, cause obviously what I'm there to do is kind of promote local community um, groups and organisations. If they came and said, could you interview us? We'd like to kind of get a bit more promotion. Um, that would be absolutely fantastic. So to do series two and then on the back of series one um, to have series two sponsored. So hopefully that I could come out with my costs covered nice (laughs) we'd all like that (laughs) (laughs) and then finally who would you like to thank i'd like to thank all the guests they've been absolutely wonderful and for giving up their time i have a fantastic logo which is um, down to a friend called ho who put that together me and that is the most professional thing of this whole outfit (laughs) 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 and that is what i'm living up to And I guess, yeah, maybe season two. Um, I'll apply some professional production. <laughs> Thank my mum, because my mum had never listened to a podcast before and she has listened to the first version of everyone, even if she did provide the feedback that she thought it would be better if there were some visuals. <laughs> but she's now well and truly understands what a podcast is. And, of course, family and friends for like giving their support and time and just telling me to go for it. And just, yeah, really acknowledging that, yeah, just do something new and it doesn't have to be perfect, um, but it can be fun. And I guess that's kind of my kind of message is look at tooting, look at what you can do there and make the most of it because it is it is vibrant, it is diverse. And as the Lonely Planet once said, it's in the top 10 places I in the world. That, yeah, I think it is about number nine, isn't it? Just after Vancouver (laughs) (laughs) I know I've certainly learned a lot from hearing you talk about the interviews that you've done of the different series as well so I've been noting more and I've been here for 15 years (laughs) cool and so that's the wrap up of our little um intro Uh, I'd like to thank Katie for being an amazing interviewer and as I said if you want to find out more please do email me at ilovetootingpodcast at gmail.com there's the website ilovetooting.co.uk and I'm also on Instagram, Facebook and Twitter. Wow. 
At the end of the podcast, I'd just like to give credit to the music I use, which is Save for the Moment by Shane Ivers, which is shared under a Creative Commons license. 